Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D-commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to discuss the classic Disney Channel original movie, Jet Jackson, the the movie. (laughs) It's so hard not to say the famous Jet Jackson. I literally, when Luke, when I was looking for this movie, I shit you not, I googled the famous Jet Jackson movie like six times, and like it kept directing me to the show, and I literally finally I was like, oh, that's not the name of the movie, which is just so annoying. Like I literally can't say the word Jet Jackson without like famous in front of it. So I don't know why they're trying to dilute their brand. Well, it's also just weird because like saying the Disney Channel original movie, Jet Jackson the movie, sounds (laughs) stupid. (laughs) But I mean, but yeah, that's the thing. Famous Jet Jackson, as they say in this picture, has a nice ring to it and your brain just wants to fill in that blank and say the famous Jet Jackson movie. But it's just Jet Jackson the movie. Just for clarity, everyone, the theme of this episode is meta because like they say the name of the show in the movie, but like that's not actually the name of the movie and also it's a show within a show. Like there's that's only like the first. Oh yeah, they layer. don't. I, yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't just say the name of the show as like a fun reference. No, they say it and then point out that they, man. Like, what wink a good... to the camera. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's six different layers of reality in this movie, and I was truly like, wow, they are they are really expecting yeah, children real, to real, understand. Real high concept. Real Very high concept. High concept. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about Jet Jackson in a second. First, I have one bit of decom news, which is we have to talk about Life Size 2. Okay, I, I have several <laughs> questions about yeah, this so, trailer. S- several. So, yeah, since we recorded, they put the trailer out uh, for this film. And I'm not. I'm concerned. Let me just say that. I am very concerned, folks. Um, I have a few questions. Number one, was the budget for this film a potato? <laughs> I swear to God, why does this look so cheaply made? The first one I feel like could have maybe be like been in theaters, honestly. I know that sounds crazy, but like it for like the time, it looked like expensive. It was it was it was an expensive TV movie where it could have also been a cheap kids movie that went to theaters. Yeah, like 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 the first, the, the first one. This this one looks like does Freeform not have money? Are they in trouble over there? Like like I am concerned. Also, the, my other question about this trailer is, like, I guess I should have, like, put two and two together when they announced who was starring in it, but, like, why is it a, an adult woman? Like, why is Eve now paired with a fully adult woman, like, with a job? Like, why would that person be playing with dolls? <laughs> well, I mean, I, well, yes, that. But, I mean, I guess just because they wanted to mix it up a little bit. They didn't want to just do a retread of, like, a little girl brings doll to life. But, I mean, yeah, that's a very good <laughs> point. Like, why would the person like have this doll i guess unless maybe they're a collector or something and like i don't freaking know man it's a it's a confusing situation it's a very confusing also like i just feel like it takes like some of the magic and wonder away a little bit when like it's like there's a scene in the trailer of like them at like brunch like boozing like with Eve. like why like this girl is like drinking <laughs> like hey eve like 
ones. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like the same same energy, I guess, as the first one when it's an adult woman. I mean, listen, this could just be a, a poorly put together trailer. Because for me, it really, you're right. It has a very different vibe that I'm not a big fan of where it's more like, like the first one's about like Lindsay Lohan, like missing her dead mother. And yes. Then trying to bring her back to life. And then Eve, she gets Eve instead. But then Eve also kind of becomes her mom in a way or like her big sister at least or something like that. And then they have to tragically say goodbye at the end. It's, it's tragic. It's this tragic. One, this one seems more like it's just like, ha, Eve, you were a doll yesterday. How weird is that? Let's get brunch. Here's my credit card that's <laughs> a big in plastic and says one, two, three, four on it. Oh, wacky. What a funny gag because you, you don't understand how money works. How it's, wacky. Uh, how wacky. How wacky. Um, yeah, I'm a little concerned about this. Um, mainly the budget and then also several other things. <laughs> Although the one thing I'm not concerned about is Miss Tyra Banks. Has she aged? She literally looks exactly the same. Her face is like the same. It's beautiful. I, I don't understand. I also just want to clarify really quickly that I, I am talking a lot of shit right now, but I will be watching this because like, let's keep in mind. Well, we'll we, we will be watching it for this show and we will review it and do an ep- a bonus episode. Like I'm future. actively planning to watch the Vanessa Hudgens Netflix Christmas movie tonight. And I have on this podcast that I think Vanessa Hudgens is a terrible actress. And I, it's not That's like I true. have standards. Like I will watch anything, but... I'm a little worried well, about no, that. That movie, that that movie specific, specifically, has a lot of things directly targeted at you oh, personally. She's like, playing her own twin, who's British, yeah, and from a yeah. fictional European country. Uh, sign mm-hmm. me up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so just yeah, the trailers out for Life Size Two. The trailers out for Life Size Two. Check it out if you want. But we're gonna move on. Uh, let's talk Jet Jackson. Let's talk Jet Jackson. Let's talk Jet. Jackson. You're the man, Jet. <laughs> Emma, you were a fan of the show when it was on, right? Yes, I was. I mean, I was young. I think I might have actually caught it in more in reruns because I think they reran it. Yeah, um, I, th- I think yeah, I think it ended in 2001. Uh, I'm not sure when it started. Probably like I think it ran for like three seasons. So I think it started in like 98, 99, uh, Got it. and then wrapped up in 2001. Yeah, I mean, it, as this might come as a shock to you guys, but um, I had little to no memory of the show, even though I knew that I watched it. Like, I knew the basic premise. I was like, oh, he's like an actor. It's like a, uh, it's not, it's not Hannah Montana. That's a bad example because no one knows Hannah Montana. It's like Hannah Montana if everyone knew she was Hannah Montana. <laughs> like, he's a, a bit, famous yeah. actor and a normal high school kid at the same time. Like, hijinks ensue as he juggles both worlds, that sort of a show. Yes. Tries to get the best of both worlds. I had, yeah, you know, mix it all together and you find you got the yeah. best of both worlds. But I didn't really remember a whole bunch. But then as I was watching this, it was like, I was like an amnesia victim and it was like slowly coming back to me. Like, and I was piecing it together rear window style. I was like, oh yeah, there's that guy that talks like that for some reason. And that girl who's like, did, not you, as... mean, did you mean memento? Maybe I meant memento. Rear window, he just looks through windows. He's just He's a... in a wheelchair. Okay. okay. All right. I meant memento. Yeah. I meant memento. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. That's, thanks for that catch. Um, memento style. Yeah. But here's what I'm going to say is the fact that you had any knowledge of the basic premise means you were 100% more prepared to watch this movie than I was. They do no explaining. They do no explaining. They do 0.0 explaining about the premise of the show, which isn't necessarily something 
you have to do when you're making a uh, movie based on a show, which I get it. It's a very but it would be nice, like two lines, two throwaway lines. How hard yeah, is that? Yeah, the reason the reason I'm gonna give him crap for it is because, of, like I said, I haven't watched any of Judge Jackson. I kind of picked it up as the movie went on, but if had you dropped me into the beginning with that the knowledge of what the premise was, I would have been a hundred percent more on board. But the reason I'm gonna critique them on it is because like there are some episodes of Judge Jackson on YouTube that you can just go and watch for free if you're interested. Um, and I was like, oh, if you I have a free see... <laughs> free data kill and you want to watch yeah sure all Judge Jackson and I was like oh I want to see like like how the show opens like I wanted to see yeah. like if they had a theme song except about that I wanted to check it out a little bit and the show doesn't really have a theme song but what it does have is the intro is like all the credits and you know pictures of the cast but it's uh Lee Thompson Young talking over it being like Silverstone the ultimate action hero top agent for a secret organization saving the world one mission at a time at least that's who I play on TV in real life, I'm Jet Jackson. Being a TV star is cool, but being a regular kid is even better. So I had the show moved back to my hometown, Willstead, North Carolina. Now, I can hang with my friends, which is great. And the best part of all, I get to spend a lot more time with my family. Hey, I'm just trying to live my life as a normal kid. But some people still see me as the famous Jet Jackson. Why didn't you just put that in the movie? Yeah, it would yeah. have solved your problem. Like, you didn't even have to record a new voiceover. I mean, it's just like, it's two lines. Just do two fucking lines of like, hey, I'm Judge Jackson. Like, glad I'm like, or not even Hamlet X and be like, oh, you know, throw away line to the friend. Like, glad I moved this show to Hollywood. At least I'm not that burnt out. You know what? Like, from Hollywood. Like, just give me two lines. It's not that hard. Yeah, just like, this, this is this is my dad. This is my mom. This is my friend JB and Kayla. Yes, like, that's all yes, I needed. Yes. And I would have been... I totally on board. And like, I think the kind of vibe that I got from this is that they went, the, I feel like there's like a couple different ways you can go from making a TV show into a movie. And I feel like they went at the route that is, uh, we're just going to make like a really long episode of the show. But like, no, they the, didn't. Like, that's, I disagree. That's the vibe I got from it, where it's like, like, admittedly, they do something that I assume doesn't happen in the show. Yeah, ever. no shit. So they, they don't they, switch places. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he's not a real person in the show. Like, the, we're not like when I maybe I'm wrong, but I watched this show growing up and I was never under the impression that like Silverstone's universe was actually just a real alternate reality. Like, no, he was yes, playing obviously. a character the whole time, right? Like, right, but I'm not, what I'm just saying is, I feel like if you had taken this movie and split it up into like a three parter of the show, I feel like that would work fine. Like, there's nothing about it that feels uniquely cinematic, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I feel like if i remember the show correctly it was more of like an everyday kid faces it was a little bit more lizzie mcguire but you know what i mean like he was if i i kind of remember there being an episode where he like addresses his privilege like as like being rich and like not being able to identify with other black people like it was kind yes, of more like that <laughs> like that's it, on that's on the wikipedia page so i know it's real <laughs> Oh, really? Like, there was some, there was, like, some heavy shit, and, like, they, they're, like, that English teacher was way more of a character. It wasn't so much spy shit, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I there's a lot wrong. of spy nonsense, but, but actually, you bring up a good point that we should touch on, is that this show, um, has meant a lot to people when it came out, uh, specifically black people, because it was the first, like, leading show with, like, a leading black character and all about I had that, ex- I had that thought when, the, when I was watching this, I was like, was this a big deal? Yes, I've, there, there have been people, I've seen people on Twitter and people who submitted to our uh, to our guest forum who were saying like, oh, like when Jet Jackson came out, it was like a start of era where we had, you know, black representation on Disney Channel and it was a big thing. So like when this show came out, it was first of all, really successful. 
did really well in the ratings. I think it won some awards and stuff like that. But it, also was it was good. A big deal. It was legitimately it good. Was, yeah. And I want yeah, to say something show. really quickly. He is legitimately very good. He, he's so good. He's, he's the ba- so he's, good. He's the best actor in this movie, including all of the adults. Oh, he's... Uh, and he's playing two different people seamlessly. Yeah. A lot of times he's acting with himself, and he's incredible. Yes. And I also... The one thing I remembered about this show, which I will bring up um, many times, is that as a child, I had a very large crush on Judd Jackson. He's so beautiful. He's so charismatic. He's He's so so charismatic. He's so charismatic and just cute and funny. And I remember having a crush on him and I see why I did have a crush on him. And I also had a crush on him in Rizzoli and Isle. I never stopped having a crush on Lee Thompson Young, everyone. May he rest in peace. Um, I... Sorry that my segue to this was me being in love with him. Yeah, kind of the one bummer about this movie. It's the cloud hanging over this otherwise great performance, yes. but yeah. Yes, but uh, but yeah, so on that note, but yeah. let's uh, hop into the movie. Uh, let's blow past that. So Yeah, let's just blow um, past that and hope we don't... <laughs> yep, yep, so let's, let's, let's race sadness away. Yes. Uh, so we open on a factory and a guy running in... And okay, basically, I'm not gonna break all this down. It's it's a there's a scene from the TV show, and again, so just cover it really quickly. Uh, Jet Jackson in the show is an actor who plays a character called Silverstone, who's like the world's greatest super spy, spy or whatever. And uh, so this is like this a bunch of spy stuff is happening. This guy is like getting a microchip, and he's like, "Oh yes, thank you, Rat," is the name of the other. Character. Okay, like, I saw I'm... this guy come on. I didn't remember this character, and I was like, "This is just a full on crackhead in a Disney show." <laughs> <laughs> that rat character? I was like, that's I, yeah, a crackhead. Yeah, I got that vibe too. Like he's like he's like, where's my money? Where's my where's my money? And I was like, he's tweaking hard. Yeah, he, needs, he was tweaking. He needs his fix. I was like, are we? Is he supposed to be a drug dealer? Because that's what I'm getting. But uh, he's giving a microchip to a professor, doctor. I forget what is the uh, thing is. Something Crag. Crag, uh, Doctor Crag, who mine from now on is way too old to be the supervillain here. Does is this man seventy years old? He, I don't know how old he is. He is, first of all, he's actually a pretty notable actor. That's Michael Ironsides. He's been in, uh, he's been in the business for years. He does a, oh. he has a lot of voice work and stuff. Uh, but yeah, he's the bad guy. I, I didn't get the vibe he was too old or anything. He's also, I got the vibe he was too old for this sprightly running around. But he's also not in the movie that much. No, like, no, he's definitely like, not in the movie like, that much. Like, I would they, agree with they, that. They build him up to be this whole thing. And he is, he's like the climax. But yeah. He he's he just kind of like appears in spots. But my like, point oh, yeah, is that he's like guy. popping in and out and like running around like with the the flunkies and like rip like he's a little too old. Like he he's the age of like a villain where he should be sitting in a chair and like stroking a cat. Does he, does that make sense? Sure. To you? Yes. He's yeah, a little yeah, too yeah, old for the yeah, yeah. running about that he's doing. He's so. very active. Yes. Okay, I get what you're saying. But yeah, so he's trying to hand uh, Craig this microchip, and then a girl on a zip line zips in and grabs the microchip, and her name is Hawk. Uh, and Craig's like, oh, well, you're just a girl. We're, we're like seven adult men. We're going to take you down. And then Rat's like, no, where she is, that means. And then Lee Thompson Young repels from the ceiling. Of course he does. They start like a fight scene. And then uh, he takes out what he calls a shockwave orb. This brings up my first thing, is that when I was watching this opening scene, I assumed that they were going to like pan out and it was going to be a TV. It was going to be everyone like watching 
Silverstone, like watching yeah, the yeah. show. But no, this is them filming the show. But this, the, I don't know if this is a thing in the famous Judge Jackson, but props like don't exist in this world. Like everything is just real. Like he, like there's no special effects. Like he takes out the shockwave and like blasts everybody away. And I was like, wait, there was one thing. I think this was effects? like this in the show. Like they don't, they like, like they, like when you're watching, because like, there are like Silverstone subplots in the show. And I think when you're watching it, it's like you're like watching Silverstone. And so it's like the special effects are like integrated. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, okay. I can buy that. I will say that, like, looking, like, I don't know if you noticed this, but, like, the scenery, like, there was just, like, random metal tripods everywhere that, oh, like, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> they're like, how do I make this look like a layer? And someone was like, anybody got, like, metal easels? Let's just drop those all over the floor. I was but like, this was but that's the thing, right? That's the thing, right? Is that, like, what you were saying about this movie being meta is, like, every time I would have a criticism of something like that, I'd be like, well, it's because it's a crappy kids adventure tv show like of yeah, course the because, yeah, i'm like factoring in budgets of like this west virginia television show i'm like oh yeah that makes obvious sense yeah it's it, like it's like actually a really genius way to get around having like lazy set design and stuff it's like yeah the tv show it's a cheap ass tv show also um i will say one thing to this movie's credit i know i don't do things like this often the fight sequences in this movie are very good. Yeah, they're they're well choreographed. He is that him or a stunt double? Because he's doing some crazy shit. Uh, I imagine it's a stunt double. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe he did karate. I'm not sure. But yeah, so they fight for a bit and like cause an explosion. There's like fire going towards red barrels, which of course means and metal tripods. Metal tripods are yeah. being out. And then so and then so so then they all start trying to get the bad guys out of the building, which I was like, that's really nice of you guys. Like like oh yeah, oh, I was crap, like classic Disney. Go My notes here are two yeah. things. I go classic Disney Channel, no guns. Like they're all they all have to fight hand to hand combat. Guns don't exist. And then also like they're saving the bad guys' lives. Like they're like punching them one second, and the next minute they're grabbing their arms, and, like dragging them out of the building. I'm like oh. Classic Disney. But then again, okay, wait, Classic. back to my original criticism. Then it's so meta because I'm like, maybe, you know, like, it's a teen show, Silverstone, so they can't use guns. <laughs> so I, I can't. That's what I'm because saying. It's so it's meta, genius. you can't criticize it. It's genius. So they're trying to get everybody out of the thing, and then, like, uh, uh, Silverstone's trying to help Crag out, and Crag just, like, shoves him away and locks the door behind him, so he, like, locks himself inside. And they start, like, running away from the building and explodes, like, a full-on, like, like action movie shot where they, like, get thrown forward by the explosion. And it's a really impressive explosion for a Disney Channel original movie, I want to say that. It was a very impressive explosion. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And you can tell, like, it's just, like, some factory that they were, like, gonna knock down anyway, and they were like, hey, hey, can we blow it up for Judge Jackson? They were like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. This is definitely shot in Canada, correct? This has a very Canadian uh, feel to it, in that I feel like everyone is freezing all the time. I, yeah, I didn't look it up, but I would definitely buy that. I think it was a USA-Canadian co-production, so probably, yeah. It has, like, a Life with Derek feel, what, and I can't describe to you what that means. You just have to know in your heart. Like, I feel like it's all shot in Canada, and there's I, I have no evidence just the, that I know in my heart it's all shot in Canada. I would definitely buy that um, when when we go to Chicago later. Um, but so this building explodes and then like, you know, we hear cut. Oh, great job, guys. It was a really great take. It's a TV show. Woo. Yes. And so then like we see him going to school the next day and he's just like uh, his friend JB 
because uh, of course he has the traditional Disney Channel friend formula, which is he has a close best friend of the same gender, and then, <laughs> and then best another friend best friend of the, friend opposite, of the gender. opposite gender. Who there is sexual tension between them? That is a classic. Yes, of course. That's Lizzie McGuire. That's that's so, so Raven. Raven. That... That's Hannah Montana. Except I is guess Oliver is with Lily and not Miley, but still. But uh, but yeah, so the classic Disney Channel friend trifecta. Uh, but yeah, so he goes to school and we just kind of get the thing. He's like, yeah, I'm tired. You know, we had to do a bunch of night shoots and then I have to. Are there not labor laws in North Carolina? Like, why is this kid up all hours of the night? It's also just the fact that, like, I get the whole point is that he wants to go to high school and be a normal kid, but you'd think when they have, like, these really like tight schedules to just be like okay I'll just do like the onset tutor or whatever yeah just get like, him a like, tutor cause I know that's a thing but again you know that's the basis of the TV show we, so we can't I'm not gonna critique <laughs> that's it that's showbiz baby and that is <laughs> that's, that's, that's welcome to showbiz. Hollywood um so yeah so he goes up to his locker and like uh getting his stuff out and uh with JB and then Kayla comes up and is like oh hey uh Jet how's it going and then JB's like hey Kayla and Kayla's like making head motions for him to leave this was also annoying as fuck in the show cause they like we're never even like good for like like this show weirdly didn't even like fuck around with like the best friend thing with him and Gila like it was she, she was like kind of his girlfriend but they never actually like were dating it was so weird like I remember hating this in the show and they don't even really fulfill it in this movie do they hold hands at the end that's it I think uh I don't yeah I don't think they re- they really don't capitalize which is a, which is an important point because like I did I tried to figure this out by doing some research but I cannot find a definitive answer whether or not this movie was the finale of I Jet think Jackson. it was but I could be totally well, no, because wrong it, because it aired like in like the show ended in like June of 20 uh, of 2001 like like late yeah. June and then this aired in like early June 2001 and so like there were still a couple episodes left to air like but so I just I just don't know if the last episode of Jet Jackson is a more like complete maybe they get together in that is. maybe they get together in that maybe I... I'm not sure it's it, it's weird because it like it, it, it read very much to me until I saw that they were still airing I thought this was like the Kim Possible situation where it's like okay we're canceling your show after three seasons because we're Disney Channel in the early 2000s and we do that all the time <laughs> Everything only had three seasons. It's known as like this whole unofficial rule where you couldn't have more than 65 episodes. Yeah. That was enough that they could just keep rerunning them and still make money or whatever. But like, so this read to me is that like we're canceling Judge Jackson, but we will give you a Disney Channel original movie to finish it up. But like, but it, it wasn't also, that? I don't know. I can't, I can't tell. But so, yeah, so uh, JB leaves and then she's like, hey, so uh, Jed, I wanted to ask you something. And then he's like, oh, yeah, sure. What's up, Kayla? And she's like, uh, well, you know what? Never mind. He's like, what? It's fine. It's not like you're going to ask me to prom or something. This was so weird and, and also rude. I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was also like, also like it in Jed Jackson, like we are always to believe that he likes Kayla. Like, why would you not want to go to prom with her? Don't. Fuck, don't be mean to her. Yeah, he yeah he, he is kind of just rude out of nowhere for this. I don't know why. But uh, but then she's like, uh, well, and then the bell rings and she's like, okay, I'll see you after class. And then she runs off and then Jet's like, oh, that was weird. And then, okay, so the number one thing that's going to be difficult for me in recapping this movie <laughs> is that I, I, I'm very, it's going to be very difficult to me to convey both the Silverstone plot and the Jet Jackson plot at the same time. Yeah. Because like, at the, in the beginning, they're the same. So then I think we like cut to him at the studio filming this next scene. And of course, it's also actually happening in the Jet Jackson world. I am fully prepared for this podcast to make 
absolutely no sense okay like yes. I, like us trying to explain the different layers of reality is going to be a hot train wreck and to everyone listening right. i apologize like so because yes. in this movie there's literally two simultaneous timelines or like a series of events running that eventually cross but right now are different but also the same because they haven't switched yet it's yes yes but also but so okay he's talking so so rebecca and silverstone kind of because it's okay. really jet okay. filming okay. silverstone it's really <laughs> but okay so silverstone is talking to artemis who's like the head of the spy agency which is called mission omega matrix which why did you make it stand for mom, mom it's a joke i think it's a joke it's a it's a meta joke it's a wink yes yeah, so he's talking to artemis who's like the guy in charge in hawkins partner in any and- other movie would be a fashion designer called in to give someone a makeover but in this movie it's <laughs> He is literally oh, you're not wrong. You're in not any wrong. other movie, would be a would be like the Paolo character in the Princess Diaries, but in this movie, is the head of a spy organization. But okay, right. And so, so he's like debriefing them. He's like, okay, so you blew up this place, really cool. Um, we can't. We assume Crag died in the explosion, but we haven't really found any evidence. Are there no Emmys in this universe? Can they like figure out if someone's dead or not? That well, was... I mean, Emma, it's a Emma. It's kind of a poorly written TV show. You got yeah, just, yeah. You know, just... it's not Disney's fault. They're just really committing. Yeah. No, yep. Uh, and so he's like, uh, but uh, as far as we can tell, you did stop him, so you should be all good. And then Jet's like, all right, cool. I'll be in my quarters. And then they're like, wait, well, I mean, we still have stuff to do. And then he's like, nah, I'm not going to do any of that. Bye. And like, that's literally it. Like Jet's, or sorry, Silverstone's whole thing in this movie is that he's bummed out. He's like tired of being a secret agent. He and bummed out he doesn't life. have a family he's, or friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it, nothing comes from it. He just like, I mean, nothing starts it. He just decides, you know what? He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, well, like when not, there's no accident that spurs him to like hate right. being a secret agent and there's really nothing that's like i guess the prom is judd jackson's reason for hating being judd yes. jackson but like it, it does kind of come out of nowhere where all of a sudden he's walking down the halls with jb and he's like i'm so tired like i hate my life like everybody just like silverstone not me and i'm like this was never a problem in the show <laughs> i mean it, it's de- it's definitely more on silverstone just being again kind of a poorly written tv show character who just has this come out of nowhere but i'm jet i get a little bit more but i to- i do understand what you're saying but the, uh, sorry the thing i forgot to bring up about that scene by the way is he also artemis also says they recovered dr craig's space time machine which is like a freaking uh, archway. It's like a, a Stargate thing. The mechanics of this are never explained and make nope. zero fucking sense. Also, nope. this goes from being a machine to being a tiny diamond, and they don't explain why that's a thing either. <laughs> it's so confusing. All of a sudden, he has like a KKW fragrance in his hand. It looks like Kim Kardashian's perfume, and he like is tearing at the space time continuum. And I was like, I thought you needed the machine. It's so weird. Okay, but but also like so he has that. They have that. They're gonna fix it up and figure out what it's for or something. Uh, but then like the scene ends with Jet, and he gets yelled at by Cubby, who apparently who is the, the guy fuck? who makes. I always forgot about this guy. He's like the special effects guy. And he, for some reason, man, he talks like this. And he's like very like, dude, where's my car? And I'm like, why does this guy talk like this? It's very annoying. But he yells at Jet because Jet left his soda sitting on his electrical console. And if it spilled, who knows what could happen, guys? Who knows? But also, like, I'm... 
Team Cubby on this one. It's kind of like dick to leave your thing on an expensive soundboard. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, no, he's totally in the right. But I'm just saying like, he's just giving him this warning that it could mess stuff up. But I don't think that'll happen in this film at all. I don't think they're foreshadowing anything. I think it's a throwaway line. What are the the chances that this is going to come back later in the film? So then uh, he goes back to school. Because he's like going in between the two. I don't know how, what school schedule he's on. What is his? Yeah, that. what? I had that note as well. What is his school schedule? And like, they're very bad at separating here. Better so when the switch happens. But like, what day is it? Was is this a new day, or did he just leave and come, go to set and come back? Uh, yeah, he says he's like going back and forth. I don't freaking know though. But so he goes back to school, and Kayla comes up to him again and is like uh hey jet and then he's like oh hey kayla did you want to ask me something this morning and she's like yeah i was just wondering if you were going to the prom and then he's like yeah i knew you were trying to ask me to the prom like really like really antagonistic like hi you do yeah. like me <laughs> first of all dick say so you like her too and second of all not to enforce traditional gender roles here but here i go why the fuck isn't he asking her why does she have to do this well, you coward? I don't know. You international, like, teen superstar. You can't ask a girl to the prom? Why is she, why are you, first of all, why is she doing it? And number two, why are you making fun of her for doing it when you're too much of a coward? That's a very good point. I mean, it's not even a gender thing. It's just, like, why are you making fun of her for being the one to to have the guts to be like, you yeah, know what? Yeah, because you're not, he's going pressure. by himself, you lame yeah. Like, She's yeah. at least trying yeah, so then, here. Yeah, he's he yeah, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm going, but you know, just by myself. And she's like, Yeah, I was gonna go by myself too. And then he's like, Oh, well, you know, if you're going by yourself and I'm going by myself, we could we could, you know, hang out there or whatever and like this maybe dance a little me bit off. or something. This pissed me off. Just ask her, you coward. I'm channeling a lot of think of my own personal rage with men into this, but like just ask her, you goddamn coward. Why wouldn't he just <laughs> why wouldn't he's like, You're going alone, so am I, let's go together. They're supposed to be friends. Like, why do you have to meet up there? Sorry, because I he's hated like a, this. He's a, te- he's, he's, a, he's a teenage boy, Emma. They're all idiots and terrible and Yeah, everything. but you know what? This is a fantasy and an, a fiction, and I would just like a world where they're not all the worst. Like, I would just like someone to come through once, okay? Just ask her the damn problem. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having a breakdown right now. I'm sorry. But yeah, so they, they agree to, like, go to the prom kind of together, and then he, we cut right back to the studio because he's just jumping between the two. And, he literally uh, can teleport, to, I swear to God. Yeah, he he's talking to Cubby, being like, yeah, you know, me and Kayla, do we want to dance? And Cubby's like, oh, dude, this is awesome. I know you guys have had a thing for each other forever. Like, this is going to be great. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then they do a scene of Silverstone where he's in, like, his... Uh, his quarters playing with that ball thing from Men in Black where he like uh, literally off the ball from Men in Black the exact same yeah. there's a glove that goes with it and yeah. everything it is yeah. literally it's the just thing that from Men in Black. but again and again it's like a thing where it's it's not a prop or a special effect it just exists it exists in the thing but then, but then they that. also have the audacity when he switches and he sees the ball he's like oh they upgraded it I'm like it looks exactly the fucking same it looks exactly the same <laughs> like like you're supposed to believe that oh like in this world when like the special effects don't exist like he like thinks it's because it's real it looks better but, like, it looks the same as it did. It looks, I don't, it looks totally the same. I'm literally tying myself in mental knots over the realities of this movie. But can, moving well, it's on. it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. But so uh, Hawk comes into his quarters and is like, hey, why are you being such a dick and don't want to do missions? Because, you know, the world also, needs you. Also, Hawk's like, eyebrows are, pap- are so thin you can barely see them. And it made <laughs> me want to scream the whole movie. But no one else cares about that. Right. <laughs> moving on. Uh, moving on uh, is that he's just like, 
Hey, you know, not feeling it. I don't have any family or friends. I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of life experience. So I'm kind of bummed. So I'm not going to do missions anymore. And have fun. nothing else. I... And nothing has spurred this. This is just a random thought no. that I had. Um, and so then the scene ends and then everyone's like, oh, great job, Jet. Oh, I'm sorry, Jet. Something was wrong with the cameras there. It didn't really work. We're going to have to do it again. And then Jet's Can like, Can we fire oh. that guy also? Like, Well, here's the thing that got me angry about this scene is that he says, oh, but dude, it's my prom. And I'm like, wait a minute. The prom is tonight? tonight? <laughs> you just get, you guys just got the courage to ask each other to the dance. Except they tonight, didn't. They damn. never asked each other. They just said they were going to meet up there. You, yeah, you, but, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, why would you wait till I the day? I thought the prom was the in prom. weeks. I thought the prom was going to yeah. be the culmination of this movie. The problem was that night. <laughs> I, I could not believe it. And there is one thing, like, JB goes and, like, okay, I got to go to the rental store to get my tux before uh, they're all out of the normal ones. And I was like, yeah, sure, get your tux. But it's, he bought his tux the day of. Everyone is like, flying what? by the seat of their fucking pants at this school, apparently. Um, also, in my headcanon of this movie, I like to imagine the camera operator that fucked up this shot is actually one of the parents of the bully. And they should have been fired anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant but also I mean, this movie can barely decide on its own canon it doesn't have room yeah for you I know I bet <laughs> uh, but so but so yeah he's like I'm gonna miss my prom and then the director's like hey we're all missing something Jet sorry I can't like you know cut special it's his prom you. you dick it's like so uh, but so yeah well, then we cut to him like running through the halls of the school like sliding in his tuxedo like trying to make it in the gym and he bursts into the gym and you can hear music and you think it's still going but then it's just not. It's it's empty. I thought that there was going to be just her standing there. And it was going to be like only her like crying that he didn't show up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I wanted them to have a confrontation. I wanted to be like, fuck you. Yeah. But no, it's just uh, the janitor and this older woman who I didn't understand who she was. Did you think she was a teacher? <laughs> well, she is a teacher, I assumed. I assumed she worked at the school. His mom's not a teacher at this school. She's a parent, Shamrock. Do you remember what she did in the show? She was an actress in the show. She was also an actress. Oh, well, they don't touch on that in this movie. <laughs> at all. So how was I supposed to know that? So, the, the, yeah, the, his mom's there and he's like, she's like, oh, I'm sorry you missed the dance, sweetie. But there'll be other proms. And then he's like, no, th- no, there won't. How many no... proms does this school have? Yeah, like apparently it's ridiculous. And then he also there's a scene earlier that we skipped that we shouldn't have where uh, his agent comes up to him in a car. Okay, is this Jackal Jackson from Cheetah the Girls? This is Jack. Well, it's Jackal Johnson is the character's name. Whatever. I saw him and I was like, this guy is basically just playing Jackal Jackson from Cheetah Girls. And then I looked at him bolder. I go, I think this is Jackal Jackson from Cheetah Girls. He's playing the same character. He's playing the same character. A little character. bit, yes. Say shady agent, shady agent. I was like, this is the same guy. Also, can he stop calling this young child babe and baby? Because that is creeping me the f out. Emma, that's just how agents talk. They're like Jackson, babe, how's it going? That's (laughs) That's Hollywood, baby. That's That's Hollywood. Welcome to showbiz, baby. Uh, but yeah, so the agent came up to him on the street while he's riding back to school on his bike, and he was like, oh, Jet, by the way, I need to talk to you. Studio call. They want to keep Silverstone on the air for another three years, um, but they need to make sure you're on, because if they don't have you, they're not going to make the show. And, you know, he's been feeling so run down by everything. He's like, I'll, I'll think about it, man. And then, we, and then like, he tells his mom, like, studio wants to, or she says he, the agent called or something. Yeah. And then he's like, the studio wants to keep Silverstone going for another three years. And he's like, I don't know, mom. I don't know if I can keep doing this for another three years. Like, 
I've just been so run down and like it maybe missed my prom and like I know I'm making a ton of money and stuff and like I'm so lucky to have landed this part and then she's like listen babe if you're not babe listen, <laughs> listen Jackson babe. Jackson listen babe, babe. Jet, baby bubala if you're uh if you're not happy doing what you're doing then the, all the money and stuff doesn't really matter like you should just be doing what makes you, you happy know I'm, he, you know how I know I'm too old for these movies because like as a kid you're supposed to like side with Jet and be like yeah like he's so burned out like just do what you love be a kid and like now I'm like take the money you idiot <laughs> I'm like this this will set you up for life I'm like suffer through it get paid and get the fuck out of there cash in cash in and then get out but so uh, then she's like alright come on I'll give you a ride home next important thing that happens is uh, they, they're they back on the set uh, well, also the agent is there and he says that they're gonna he called all the press to the set so he can make a big announcement about what uh, the, the show staying on for three more years also the poor journalists that have to fly to goddamn West Virginia where is it <laughs> North Carolina North Carolina for a, the measly announcement like God that's awful it really is inconvenient that they're shooting this show in North Carolina <laughs> he really did like he really he was being a little selfish there making everybody move but to he did apparently, North Carolina he did apparently save Wilford's entire economy because as we will learn Will later Stout. the entire cities basically running on this show like they yeah that's not an exaggeration folks that's actually that's actually the their whole economy is based on jet jackson and once you remove yeah. that the basically the structure crumbles they are one step away from replacing the u.s dollar with jet bucks yeah like they way. this is he's like the lebron james of this town's cleveland like he is running their whole city yes exactly that's a great way to put it but so i uh, like uh the agent's like, okay, you can announce his idea. The way his is going in the agent's head is that they're going to make this big press conference and Jet will announce that Silverstone will be on the air for another three years because Jet hasn't told him that he doesn't really want to do it anymore. Um, but so I this didn't is just, like, get happening. that. I didn't get that. I thought that he was just, the agent was just like, he loved to gamble and was just going to like risk it. And like, was like, we're calling call the press and he's either going to say yes or say no. And like, we'll find out in real time. No, that's what, I mean, maybe that is how it is. That's how it read to me. But then like, he's like, oh, I got to, you know, shoot this scene. Sorry, man. And so they start doing this scene. And Artemis is, you know, again, explaining that they repaired the space-time machine thing. But also that Crag is probably still alive because there's, like, this other Why Doctor character. Why can't we get confirmation on the dead or aliveness of the villain? It's very frustrating. Well, they, well, they, they, well this is where they basically confirm that he's still alive. But the way they do it, like, doesn't make sense to me where it's, like, they say that there was this other Doctor in the building who was, like, confirmed dead at the scene, which they say the words confirmed dead, which threw me for a loop, Yeah, by the way. yeah. It, I was like, is this SVU for a second? They were like... And, they, <laughs> and then they, and they, they, like, they throw the sheet over, like, well, the presumably dead body. Uh, but basically, I don't I don't get exactly how they get at this point, but somehow, Craig has gained the ability to control molecules and stuff, uh, and so he can change I his appearance. I can't get into this. I can't get no. into this. So yeah, he can look like anybody and like uh that's his new hot power and he's still out there somewhere. But so then uh as they're filming, we like pan out and we see the crew filming the scene and a guy walks by with a 2 by 4 on his arm <laughs> and then he turns it's very dramatic. Oh, he turns yeah, yeah, and then the 2x4 knocks 2 by 4 knocks over a, another can of soda that Jet put on the electrical board and you see Cubby go no. no. And the soda spills all over the electrical board. And then a huge explosion happens and half the population turns into zombies. And then they have to do a whole musical about <laughs> and it. And then the zombie and a cheerleader fall in love. 
And they sing yeah, a song yeah. about being a girl and a zombie. Yep, that's and that's the rest of this movie. Uh, but no. But so uh, he knocks over the soda, and this electrical surge gets sent through. Uh, to the portal. The shortage of the electrical outlet then makes the portal real in the town of Wilford, North Carolina. Correct? Willstead. Willstead. <laughs> but, like, I, that's the thing, right? Like, how does it do that? Because if it's just a prop, like Cubby says, it's just a box with some lights on it. So how could it possibly be an actual space-time machine? And but and if the surge was on the Silverstone side, I would maybe buy it because it's like you know the world where all the props are real and stuff, and like this is based on the logic that the writers are actually writing an actual universe or whatever. But no, it's on the Jet Jackson side. So how does this work? It's so stupid. All right, we have to move on. We have to move on. We have to move on. Yeah, okay. We have to accept this it's, reality. Okay, audience, it's really stupid. It makes no sense. Let me just let's just say that. But here's what I'm saying. The way the way I thought this was gonna go is so they they do this thing. Jet gets swept onto it. Silverstone gets swept onto it, and they get spit out. And it's they like wake yeah. up in each other's universe, and they're like, oh wait, what's going on? Where's the crew? And then it's like, who are all these people in Mission Omega Matrix? Like they do ha, this ha, whole ha. they do the classic Disney Channel original movie thing where it's like, oh, you hit your head pretty hard. And they're like, yes. who are you? Like that sort of a thing. And they everyone's yeah. like, oh, this guy's he really? Let's get a medic in here. Like, but they've really been body swapped. And the the way that I thought this was gonna work. Is at the end of this movie, he was going to wake up and ha- it was all going to have been so a dream. So did I. Could, so did I. Because the Silverstone side of him and the Jet Jackson side were at war with one another in his mind. Yes, so yes, that's yes. Fast speaking. And so they needed to have this resolution uh, to help him realize that he is both Jet Jackson and Silverstone. Why would this not be a dream? Why would this be why, real? Why Why did they decide, you know what, no, the portal's real. I was yeah, totally just... fine with this movie until it was shown that it was not a dream. And then I was like, what right. the fuck? Because yeah. <laughs> the whole time when you're like, okay, you're like, he's going to wake up, he hit his head, this is all a dream, he's going to stay Jack Jackson. And then like, he's going to wake up in like an, like as in an ambulance or whatever, and it's going to be like the day of the press conference that's going to end. Like, if. The fact that this was all real was where this movie lost me. It's insanity. Like, the the way that this movie should have happened is he was going to wake up, go do the press conference, like you said, and then he was going to go to Kayla and be like, hey, I'm sorry I missed the prom, but that's like, yes. I, I, it's, I, I can't, It's that's my Silverstone stuff, I got to deal with it. And then do the dance thing that we see later. Yeah, why didn't, why wasn't that actually Jet and Kayla? It was Silverstone, which like it's, really took away <laughs> all of the emotional gravitas of it. It's a whole thing that I don't get, but that's what this is what the movie is dealing like, with. Like the whole guess. time when like this was all happening, also, hey, this doesn't make any fucking sense, but whatever, it's all a dream. You know what I mean? I like, it didn't bother me because I'm like, okay, it's all going to be a dream. So it doesn't matter that this portal thing makes literally zero sense. But right. then when but no. you then it's make it not a dream. explicitly real. Okay. I, <laughs> we got to move on, but this is pure insanity. Uh, so like, okay, let me just put it this way. This is, I think we've seen a lot in all of our Disney Channel original movies so far. This might be the most insane premise. Yeah, the premise is bonkers. For a Disney Channel original movie we've seen so far, where the it's show... It's definitely the most meta. With the portal, it's... <sighs> the famous Jet Jackson already has a pretty tough thing of, like, the fact that the Jet Jackson is a show and Silverstone is a show within a show. 
and that we sometimes cut to and we are watching spot. So like there's already two two things happening. We're now adding a whole new layer, which is that the, the, this show within a show is also an alternate real universe, which is a lot to take in. We've had Disney Channel original movies about holograms, about witches and magical worlds, but this portal bullcrap. This honestly, is the this most is less feasible to me than the actual premise. than the magicians being like real wizards in that now you see it movie. This is less believable to me. <laughs> It's less believable. It's the craziest premise we've seen so far. Anyway, but we gotta we gotta keep going. So yeah, they each wake up in each other's world, and like Jet is like Nigel, what are you doing? What's going on? Like where's like where's the cameras? Like I don't get what's going on. Uh, Riley, I think, or Ryan, whatever. Riley the is the go- Riley is Hawks right. actress. Yeah, and then Jet or uh, Silverstone wakes up, and he's like Artemis. What's going on? Who are all these people in the base? Like why are they all here? They, what's going? And then where where why are the walls gone and stuff? And then like everyone's of course it's like oh clearly you know he was like electrocuted so he's his brain is effed up uh so like you just need to chill and he like runs away from everybody still confused and then he like the mom comes up he's like oh there you are honey like you want to get out of here and then he's like i guess this is better then he hops in the mom's car and they drive off uh jet gets straight up tranquilized (laughs) in the they really uh, do like stab him in the neck with a a needle don't they i kind of yes they do they like they put something on his arm that like injects him with blue liquid and they just like collapses in one second because like artemis and hawk are like what the hell is going on with silverstone i will say that silverstone is better at like assimilating into jet's world than jet is at assimilating it they're actually both pretty good at dude they also both accept this as like real as like a thing that can happen like uh, instantaneously well no but that's the thing well not so much jet jet's still kind of confused and kind of an idiot about it but he doesn't really have the big moment where he's like oh i'm in the show yeah no he doesn't he just starts like becoming a secret agent yeah artemis tells him that like you're the only one that can save the world pretty much and he's like oh I am, huh? And then, like, he starts doing all of the... Yeah, he's just, like, in the mission. He's, like, in the mission, 100%. But he never But he never has the moment where he's like, wait a minute, this is the show I'm in, and it's all real. Yes. So, like, I have to be Silverstone or whatever. Silverstone has that moment where he's like, oh, I'm... Everyone thinks I'm this Jet Jackson guy. And I have Jackson to act guy, like Jet Jackson, and yes. I have to, and, I, and I like being Jet Jackson, so I'm going to keep being Jet Jackson. That's his thing. But Jet in our, in the Silverstone world never really has that moment, and it's kind of confusing. But also, I was, my point was my, I, my... I don't know where I got off track here, but my original point was Jet Jackson... Silverstone is better at being Jet Jackson than Jet Jackson is at being Silverstone, but it kind of makes Definitely. sense because like Silverstone's a secret agent. He does he does like some good tricks to like trick people into like like he's good at faking it where he's like, "Oh yeah, of course I knew that." Or like, "Write this down for me. What's your name again?" Like he's like trying to like play it cool as to where Jet Jackson yeah, is like, kind of running around yeah. manically um being like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going on?" Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, the mom drives him home, and then she drops him off at the dad's house, and then... That's when I remember they were divorced, because she's like, they were divorced, remember? And I was like, couldn't use that up top, thanks so much. Also, the dad is, like, the police captain. Forgot about that. Yeah, he's the sheriff. Um, And, like, he sees the house, and he's like, can I... He's like, she's like, oh, we're home, and he's like home i have a home and then he's like can i go in and she's like unless you lost your key (laughs) oh actually wait i almost forgot there is one genuinely good joke that they do with this which is when he's still in the uh mission base set silverstone is he they have him look at the camera and be like what's this camera doing here oh yeah camera for the movie and then the camera like moves out and you see a guy with the camera run away that was good but so okay yeah so he goes inside and like meets his dad and he's just like so excited to have like 
a dad and like a house and he's just like looking around like oh my gosh a middle class american home what how oh my amazing. god north carolina and yeah North Carolina is for then, lovers. And, and then uh, the grandma comes in and is like, here, help me with these okay. bags. Quick question, like, quick question, quick question. And maybe yeah. the show explains this and I forgot it, but like, why does it have to be his great grandmother? Like, I don't, I, that this, was weird to me too. Why isn't it just his grandmother? This woman is 10,000 years old. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's so confusing to me that they wouldn't just have it be a grandma. Why is it a great grandma? Yeah, maybe they explain that in the show. I don't remember. Uh, if and listen, if any, if you have any Jet Jackson stands on uh, following us on Twitter, please tell us everything we got wrong. I'm in love. I love this woman. I'm not against it. She's her, great. Yeah. I thought it was a weird choice to make it a great yeah, grandmother. Yeah, it was. It was weird. But yeah, he's just like, oh man, this is cool. And then he like goes up to his room. I mean, Jet's room, and is like, oh man, he's got like a basketball hoop, and he sees a picture like of Jet Jackson's headshot, and he's like, oh, so that's why I like. Everyone thinks I'm Jet Jackson because we look exactly alike. Um, JB somehow breaks into his house. I like he climbs in through a window. So he's like, just like Kayla's pretty mad, you know, because you stood her up at prom or whatever. This annoys me. And this is female character erasure. Why can't we see Kayla be mad? Why is she like, why is this happening? We off get camera? one scene of it. But like, it's not enough. Like, I, like not, you're saying no. your, I, your rewrites of this script were better when he walks into the prom and she's there and she's pissed and they like, kind of like, she kind of fights with him. Like that's a better scene than us, than JB's dumbass crawling through a window and being like, Hey, by the way, Kayla's kind of pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like, then they start like playing basketball with his mini basketball hoop. And yeah, like he tricks JB into writing his name down. So he knows what it is. So then we cut to the Silverstone world and they're like, listen, Silverstone. And he's like, not Silverstone, whatever. We really need your help because Crag's on the loose and uh, we don't know what he's up to. You're the only one who can stop him. You got to do this. And then he's like, oh, I'm the only one that can save the world. Crazy. And so then he's like, you need to go to Chicago. That's where we assume Crag's starting. And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, why don't we just take the helicopter that's on the roof? Because he thinks like we obviously don't yeah, think, yeah. like doesn't exist in his world because they don't have the budget for that. And Clearly. so they're like, yeah. So they're like, yeah, get in the helicopter and go to Chicago. And then he's like, oh, wait, we actually have a helicopter? What? And then this is where he starts to be like, I'm this is real. Luke. I gotta save I'm just the world. laughing that there's, I literally have a note here in my notes that like, this is just like a general everything, but it's literally, I literally am like, LMAO. The, the, <laughs> it's like the metrics of this make literally no sense, but I'm assuming this is all just an elaborate dream sequence. Guess what, past Emma? It isn't a dream <laughs> nope, scene. No, but okay. So this is the stupidest scene in the whole movie. I'm pretty sure. Just for me, it had me dying laughing for how stupid it was. <laughs> so they land, they land the helicopter on some road with just trees in the back, and they walk over like the edge of the road, and there's just like a barren nothingness, like crater in front of them, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Chicago is gone. gone. <laughs> Chicago's just gone." Where I think it was it like be? a rest in peace. Chicago, R.I.P. Like it's gone. And like, yeah, yeah, they're just standing on some random hillside, apparently, which is apparently supposed to be it's in front of definitely all of Canada. That's Canada. I know the soil is Canadian. I know it is. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Also, like, again, I'm gonna take us down a hole here. But so now he, his powers go from being able to change his own appearance to just 
fucking decimating Chicago? Yeah, well, he can, he has control over all molecules. I mean, he's like all Molecule right, Man right. from I Marvel. I don't need you to mansplain fucking molecules to me right now. No, this, no, no, Emma, Emma. There is no explanation, man or otherwise, for any of this. Because that, that, you're right. This just comes out of nowhere. They're it like, comes out of nowhere. Power. He can disguise himself as anybody. Also, he's stealing cities. I don't know how those two things connect, yes, but that's why what's are those, happening. Why are those connected? And I just like a throwaway line up top would have been nice. I mean, like, if you can control molecules, you can also, like, erase molecules or, like, de- delete entire populations. Like, I don't know. Just, like, give me something up top well, so like, I know well, he's not deleting it. He's, he's moving the cities to his own dimension. Yeah, what the fuck is that? What the dimension. fuck is that? Why can <laughs> why does controlling molecules, so if you can control molecules, you can create new dimensions? That doesn't make any sense. No, no, it doesn't. And, and where did he get the crystals? What the hell? Why are the crystals? Why for? did? Yeah, how did it go from being a machine to being a little shiny diamond that can pierce the sky? Let's talk about the crystals for a second. So they're standing over the cliff of what used to be Chicago, uh, and they're like, "Wow, Chicago's just gone." I feel like Chicago's so beautiful deal. this time. Of I, don't, sure. I, don't, I, I don't know why we're the first people to discover that the third largest city in the United States has just gone. disappeared. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, and then Artemis come, walks up and then he's like, yes, it is gone. And then they're like, Artemis, what are you doing here? And then he's like, oh, something you just have to see for yourself. And I'm like, so that's Crag, obviously. <laughs> so obviously the bad guy. Not I didn't even... even notice. I didn't even notice. You didn't know? Are you kidding me? I thought Artemis was there the whole time. <laughs> I idiot. thought he went in the helicopter with them. I don't know. Then why would they ask them how he got here? I didn't hear that part. <laughs> but so the, he's like, okay, yeah, Chicago's gone. Pretty crazy, right? Crazy, um, right? Intelligence, uh, intelligence is telling us his next target is probably New York. You guys should go there and try and stop him. And they're like, okay, on it. And they go in the helicopter, and then the helicopter leaves. And then he transforms into Crag, and he's like, yes, you'll be walking right into my trap. And then he has a diamond. And then he takes a crystal and just, like, slashes the air, and it makes a portal, and he disappears through it. How many of these are there? They don't explain how many there are. They don't explain what they are. They don't explain where he got that. <laughs> just. <laughs> but again, we can't criticize it because it's a poorly written teenage spy drama but it's real this is real the stakes are now real people are dying you know that is the thing i definitely thought at some point crag was gonna come into the real world and like do stuff yeah like you know cause terror doesn't happen he exclusively stays in the silverstone world which i think is a missed opportunity didn't you yes and didn't you also i thought that was gonna happen but also didn't you think that he was gonna like like i was waiting for the portal to become in peril of being destroyed like, so that, like, they could never switch back, and that was going to be, like, a moment of, ten- you know? No? Yeah, yeah, that would have worked. That, no, no, that would have worked, too, I think. I get what you're saying. It doesn't happen, um, but I thought it was going to. No. Yeah, yeah, Um, There are a lot of things that we all thought were going to happen in this movie, <laughs> and it just goes different direction. Um, but also, I want to bring up the fact that they're taking a helicopter from Chicago to New York, which would probably take, like... Oh, very long time. You would forever, definitely have to forever. stop and refuel. Yeah. Uh, but so, uh, we should probably take a break here, because they're on their way to New York. Jet, or sorry, Jet's on his way to New York in the Silverstone world. Silverstone is trying to steal Jet's life in the in real the world. In the real world. And I'm on my and way to get a glass of wine, because this plot is giving me a migraine. <laughs> yes, so don't jet anywhere, folks, because we'll be right back. Will Ford be right back. Will, is that what it sounds Will called? Stead. Will, Will Stead. Will Stead be right back. <laughs> Still doesn't, not as good. Not Will as good. Saving is the game. Silverstone is the name. Secret agent status. Oh, come on, come on. 
forgot to mention in the first part was that when Silverstone was running away from the set uh, in the real world, uh, the reporters who the agent called all swarmed him and were like, oh, Jet, Jet, so we hear the studio wants uh, more three more years of Silverstone. Like, are you on board? And then, like, he, because he was kind of confused and it's just everyone's, like, crowding him. He's just like, ah, no. And then he just runs away. Okay, but didn't you think here that he was gonna, this is, maybe I'm dumb, but maybe I'm also in some way smarter than these screenwriters. Didn't you think that he was gonna be like, when they're like, are three more years of uh, Silverstone? Like this is a, it's like this is Silverstone. Don't you think he would have been like confused? Been like, I am Silverstone, and then he would have been locked into the contract for three years. I thought that yes, was going to be the dilemma. something like something like that, or always going to say like Silverstone forever. I'm something, always something. Silverstone or something because that would make sense. Or the thing that I was gonna that I thought was going to happen was he and Jet were going to meet up later in the film and then he or they were going to talk and then be like I well I don't want to do the show anymore and Jet was and Silverstone was going to realize if you stop doing the show like I will die die. you know (laughs) wasn't that what inherently happens they kill they're going to kill him off right but I'm saying like I thought they were going to have a conversation about it and be like you have to keep doing the show that would make too much sense that would make too much sense I thought thought they were going to be like you have to keep doing the show that would be like like, if this was a dream sequence that would make sense that would be conflict that this movie could use okay Uh, but so yeah so, so everyone in the town thinks they're the show is ending and then and they all hate him freaking pissed about it. yes because they're pissed about as it. we said earlier this entire town's entire economy is built on Jet jackson he is the sole Absolutely. force Be- of jobs based on the silverstone show because because he and jb are walking to school and they meet the teacher he was a bigger character in the show you said right yeah he's like a somewhat i like uh, have yeah. memories of this english teacher okay um, but he has two lines in that movie yeah he says since the show is shutting down the school board is apparently making cutbacks because <laughs> what <laughs> like i have several questions about this fu- this financial and um, little ladder here yeah how is this how is the show financing the school like i guess because the state isn't collecting taxes on the show's production anymore that is but also very like very convoluted and also expecting uh, uh, children <laughs> watching disney channel to understand that states filming where people film things get tax breaks. Like, that is a very interesting chain of command. Yeah, it doesn't really connect. It's not even like they shoot the show at the school. They like, don't. What? It's I not don't a location. Um, yeah, that was no. confusing to me. As to like, I get that, like, people are losing their jobs because of the show leaving that tracks. Yes. And, like, obviously this town would lose an influx of money, but the school having to eliminate jobs as a public school, that I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, because it's to that credit, we cut into school uh, in the next scene, and he is being accosted by uh, this guy named Tank, who we saw for a second earlier, who was like, yeah, Jet, you're football great. Football captain guy. Um, and he's like, Jet Jackson, you the man. Guy. Yeah, and then he like shoves Jet up against a wall and is like, hey, pretty boy, or what, I don't know what he says, like fan, fancy pants, actor or something, you know. <laughs> Uh, it's like, hey, TV you know, boy, like, like another Disney Channel insult that makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. He's like, listen, my parents were working on that show. And now because of you, they don't have a job anymore. This was and the then, guy that uh, I said Jay- that I think his dad was the one working the camera that fucked up and yes. made Jack Jackson yeah. miss the prom. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, and then he's like, uh, listen, dude, I suggest you get your hands off me. Otherwise, you're going to be in a world of pain. And he's like, oh, I'd like to see you try, huh? And like he starts like counting like three, two. And then she starts like, this guy legit like just slams him against a wall a bunch of times. It's kind of the most violent we've seen a Disney Channel bully get. I was very shocked by this. Yeah. Also, like, this is how another reason I know I'm too old for these movies um, is the fact that I was like kind of on the side of the bully. I was like, yeah, these people are out of a job, Jet. Like, suck. Yeah, well, I, it's not so... I, I wouldn't say so much I'm on his side. I, like, I was I beating Jet Jackson I up. But get, I, I was like, they have you, to provide for this from. family. Yeah, you get where he's coming from. And you're just tired about and sad about missing your prom. I mean, yeah, he... I mean, it's, uh, he's the one who moved the production here and made this yeah. town dependent you on his You made this town dependent show. on you, and now you're going to take that all away? You, this is bigger than you, Jet, and that's that was how I knew I was too old for this film. Also, side note, yeah. sidebar, really quickly, um, is JB a moron? Why does he not have more questions about Jet's behavior? <laughs> like yeah, Jet doesn't know the way to school. He doesn't know who anyone is. Like he doesn't. Okay, like, oh, I forgot about that scene. Yeah, <laughs> JB's just like filling in the blanks for him. I'm like, are you not worried about your friend because he is. Truly not well. Well, uh, well, I expected for them if they were not going to do the dream thing, like we said, they definitely, definitely, well, definitely should have done. Why wasn't it a dream? <laughs> like, like if you thought they weren't going to do that, I thought they were going to explain. He was going to come back into the real world and be like, "Oh, sorry, guys, I'm, uh, you know, I had a concussion or something from the electricity." thing which wouldn't have made a ton of sense but it would have been better than what they give us which is nothing but so uh he gets saved by the bell because apparently because the bell rings it means the bully has to stop bullying yeah he's on the clock now time to go to geometry so he's like uh we'll finish this later and then we cut into the silverstone world in new york uh which uh emma you live in new york how accurate a representation of new york is this This is canada i'm definitely (laughs) telling you it's canada another little inside baseball for you guys it's very expensive to film things in new york um oh of course you know where it's not expensive to film things toronto canada you know what you can yeah. kind of make look like new york toronto that is what yeah, but the is. way that the, the way that the way they depict new york is just everyone walking very quickly somewhere i think it's a bit of a mirror like the dimension they go into later where it's under Crack's control where it's like everyone walking around but like quiet and black and white but it really just comes off as weird and i, I don't know i didn't like it um, but yeah, so they so they walk into this down the street into this alley, and Craig is there with a bunch of goons, goons who are who, who all are just cross-eyed. I, that might be my head cannon, but one of them definitely is cross-eyed. Well, they're all mute. None of them, nobody says anything. And then he's like, and he also Craig also has these goggles on now. Very spy kids. He doesn't wear, very spy kids. Very very they're 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 very spy kids. But also he doesn't wear them at like any other point in the film. There's just for this. Scene. I feel like someone grabbed them like, off a prop table. Like, this looks sick, man. Just throw these on. And that the prop table was from the spy kids. Yes, it was, like, they were, these were which was also kids. conveniently shooting in Toronto, so they grabbed them off the spy kids prop table. Uh but so he's like, ah, uh, Silverstone and Hawk, welcome. I also said he's too old for these spy kid glasses because this man. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely ridiculous. It almost feels like they were like, oh, we want you to wear these because it'll make you look more super villainy. But then they decided he didn't look right in it, so they just didn't use it, but they weren't going to reshoot what they already shot. So he just yeah, Oh, they weren't reshooting point. anything in this thing. Let's be con- con- clear on that. Also, like, yeah. what do you think the leather budget was for this movie? Uh, Jet Jackson exclusively wears leather. In in both worlds, in both worlds, there is yes. so much leather happening, and it, it's very reminiscent of The Matrix, and also get a clue when they all wear leather. Like he's 
It's mm-hmm. a lot of leather. And he's in, like, a leather trench that almost looks ridiculous on a young child. But also, like, I know that, like, they might, were trying to make this look like New York in the winter. Maybe they had to do this because it's clearly, like, very warm in the Nor- North Carolina world. And it's freezing and fucking everywhere else because Jet, you can literally see Jet Jackson's breath and Hawk's breath. And they're, they have full gloves on. Like, they have gloves and coats and, like, they are bundled and still look completely freezing. Yeah, it's very clearly not New York. It's really dumb. <laughs> so, uh, the main thing we learn here, well, the main thing we learn is that, so Craig's plan is he's going around stealing cities to put them into his own pocket dimension where he also, is in charge. Can I just say something nitpicky here? Everybody. Nitpicky? Like, we're so fucking deep into this movie and we're just now learning his overall plan. This movie has a weird plot, not just because it's like they have the two oh, plots going not on. Not just because the, a fictional character becomes real and they switch places. It's just because it feels like there's a lot of points in this movie where not a ton happens. Yes. Like now is a time when stuff is happening. But, like, uh, for, like, the majority of the rest of the scenes in the Silverstone world, not a lot is going no. to be happening until the climax. And then it's kind of the same in the Jet Jackson world, where he's just kind of, like, finding out the school hates him and kind of getting bullied. And then, but it just kind of, not not a lot is happening. Why was this movie so hell-bent on not ever giving us, like, a legitimate confrontation? Like, ever, like Kayla is, like, off-screen being mad at him. Like, this bully is like, you have cost my parents' job. And I'm like, I, that is serious. And before we can ever really see them get into it, the dad pulls up and saves him. Like, I just want to see some action here, folks. Like, I don't understand why they're so hell-bent on not giving us that. Uh, yeah, it's it's not the best plot. Uh, and so, anyway, back to Craig. He said, like, so I'm going to make this city disappear in two minutes. <laughs> With you guys in it. That's why I lured you here. Also, conveniently, there's a clock counting down those two minutes. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. Where it's like, ah, that classic New York landmark. The giant, the giant clock with both digital a minute clock. and seconds. Love it. But so he's like, yeah, so uh, I'm going to take this into my dimension in two minutes. And y'all are going to be under my control like everybody else there. Bye. And then Bye. he scrapes the uh, dimension hole and they all jump in. That's a, that's a weird sentence. He scrapes the dimension I don't know. Hole. I don't know how else to fucking say it. But so then uh, they just start like running around and start just yelling, get out of New York, everybody, get out of <laughs> New York. This made and I was me like, laugh so hard. And it, it don't think it was supposed like, to be funny, but I was dying when no, they were like screaming, they're like, leave like, New York, get out of New York. Yes, yes, Jet and Hawk, you're going to be able to evacuate all of New York in like two, two minutes. minutes. Two minutes. Also like, like classic uh, New York, like New York, like you could be like being seriously evacuated and people would like still stand in line for like their coffee and be like fuck off like no one's gonna evacuate um the most unrealistic part of this movie though as someone that lives in new york is the fact that the way to escape is jumping in the hudson river to like get out of new york and had it been the actual hudson there would have been like six to eight bodies floating in or near or around (laughs) because that is like the hudson's primary use is a place for dumping bodies. Well, also, apparently, the fact that you can just, like, jump into the Hudson from street level. Like, they just, like, walk off a sidewalk, and then just the Hudson's, yeah, that, like, right there, like, a foot below them. That wasn't like, what bothered me so sure much as the bodies. There's always gonna be bodies. They should have just landed and then, like, be floating. It's like, oh, thank God these corpses were here for us to float on. And then it's an SVU episode. And then it just sends a show exactly. with a show. They're like, what's that? A body? Oh, good lord. Dun, dun. It's the crossover between Silverstone and Law and Order <laughs> yes. SVU. Law and Order, we- Law and Order Silverstone. <laughs> Within the Judge Jackson movie, this is a Chris Silverstone SVU crossover. I don't know why that's find that so funny. Uh, but so yeah, they jump in. They jump in the river and they escape the dimension thing. They're just like 
floating there, and then they get out of the water, and then Crag's like, you did escape me, well played, but it won't be for long, I'll see you again, and he <laughs> scrapes the dimension hole again, and then, like, they're like, oh, okay, and they, so they try and jump through the hole, but only Jet makes it in, and, and so he's, like, sees, like, this world where it's just, like, a thousand extras just, like, marching in black and white with no sound. And this is Craig's dimension, I'm to believe, I yeah. guess. Uh, but then he sees the goons from earlier and sees also, that they have Also, Craig can, like, project his eye over the sky to watch things. Oh, yeah, that happens. I forgot <laughs> about that. That he just, like, looks up and there's just an eye in the sky, like, looking down. And he's, like, it sees Jet and it's, like, oh, there he is. Like, get him. And, like, so the goons show up. It was weird how this fight scene, like, I know, like, I guess that was, like, part of the alternate dimension thing. But this fight scene was completely silent. Which was very weird. Did you notice? Like, the, like there was no music. It's weird, and it's also cheaper, is the <laughs> thing you're forgetting. Because uh, they, they shot in black and white with no audio, so cheaper. Uh, he sends in the goons, and I did like this, actually, where Jet starts to, like, try and fight them. Yeah, it was good. This was good. But then he realizes, like, oh, wait, it's not choreographed. Like, I can't just, like, do all these flashy moves. kicks I have to, and like, stuff. Fight, and then fight. expect it just... You have to, like, fight, fight. And then so he, like, runs away for a bit, and then they come to a uh, playground. This scene was really cool. This scene was really... This choreography was really cool. Yes. The choreography is really cool, but they definitely set it on a playground just because it's cheaper to shoot there. Oh, yeah. In the streets 100%. of Toronto. But it was really cool. But, like, the, the yeah, way they use the, the, like, jungle gym stuff, I was into it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, it's cool. Um, so he kicks their asses. <laughs> He kicks their fucking asses. And uh, he takes Chris out of their cargo pants and is like, all right, bye, yeah, boys. Yeah, a lot of cargo pants ball. on the goons. A lot of cargo oh, of pants on the goons. Yep, it's two, It's 2001, Emma. What did you expect? Uh, so he scrapes the dimension hole and hops out, and, and Hawk is just sitting there being like, oh, good, you made it out. And he's like, oh, man, thanks for waiting for me. It's wild in there, dog. We better go check back with, Autom- uh, with Artemis. And... Uh, She's like, yeah, cool. And so they leave, and that's their scene. So then we cut back to school. JB and uh, Jet are at their lockers. JB and Silverstone are at their lockers. Um, Someone's also written traitor on uh, Jet's locker because everyone's pissed at him, of course. Because he lost all their parents' jobs, and now they're going to not have dinner. So I kind of get it. And so so Kayla comes up to the two of them and is like, hey, JB. And then he's like, hey, Kayla. I wanted her to have more rage. This was not, this didn't fulfill the rage. Yeah, it's, she just me. gives it, she's trying to give him, like, the silent, like, ignoring treatment, and he's like, oh, hey, Kayla. And then she's like, JP, did you say something? And then he's like, uh, no, that was Jet. And she's like, Jet, hmm, I don't, that doesn't ring a bell. A- anyway, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, she just, like, gives him, like, the I'm ignoring you thing, which, like, Yeah, and meh. then he says, like, why is she ignoring me? And he's like, well, he's she's probably kind of mad that you, you know, Stood her up at prom. Also, by the way, uh, Silverstone found a picture of her in Jet's room, and so he's kind of into her also. He's kind of like, oh. Yeah, this, Jet do they both want to bone Kayla? Yay or nay? I'm confused. I guess so. I, I mean, it's not a huge plot point, but it kind of feels like he does because he's But again, want like, to screw I don't up. care about Silverstone and Kayla. I care about Jet and Kayla. So the fact that they even, like, do this thing where then Jet gets that Silverstone dances with her, I'm like, what the fuck? This is so stupid. I thought, if anything, Silverstone would mess up with Kayla because he'd be like, Yeah, yes. Uh, you know, like, oh, it's not, sorry, I had something more important to do or something because he doesn't know how to yes, interact with her. I had the like exact that. same thought. I will say this movie, guys, just a meta. Just taking you out of the narrative for a second. I will say, one thing about this movie is it never goes the way I thought it was going to go. Like, you know what I mean? It does surprise me at every turn. Like, I feel like I can kind of write these movies in my sleep at this point. But this one, 
maybe because it's got that Canadian flair, that Canada spice. But like <laughs> every time that I think it's gonna go left, it goes right. Like yeah, I thought spice is Tim Hortons. The things that make would make sense, like him, like Silverstone not knowing how to like romance a woman, like because he's a, a operative with no life. Like that they don't do that. He's better at romance than Jet. And I was like, that's a shocking twist. It's not good writing, but it's a twist. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's like yeah, you're right. You're beating expectations, but it's also like. But what you came up with is still not that good. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I mean, shit just like, comes out of nowhere and isn't based on character development, but it is surprising. And that did keep me on my toes, I gotta say. Right, yeah. But so he goes up to her and is like, listen, like, I'm sorry I stood you up at prom. I didn't mean to. And then she immediately is like, listen, it's, pro- it's my fault. She immediately drops it. Don't apologize to him. He didn't even ask you to the prom, lest you we forget. Yeah, she immediately drops it, and I was really disappointed by that. So was I. Um, and so then it cuts to the end of the day. He's come. He comes back to Jet's house and is like, "Oh, hey, Grandma. Uh, me and Kayla and JB hey, are going to go down, go down to the creek and just like hang out. Isn't that wild? Like he's so jazzed to just do something normal. And then uh, the grandma is like, "Well, you should probably call the studio and you know make sure that you're not shooting today." And he's like, oh, yeah, studio, right. And he, like, fake picks up the phone and pretends to dial it. And, and she talk to somebody. gives and him like, a knowing look. And she I'm going to touch on something that we'll circle back to later. But why do they try to set up this great grandma as a mystical being that knows all? And by that, I mean the amount of knowing looks, her complete and total understanding of this Un-underst- like complete understanding that this is Silverstone, yeah, uh, and not Jet. And also, not every time she's on with screen, the they play like fucking Harry Potter music underneath her. Like she is a otherworldly being. Because because it's she's an she's an old person in a Disney Channel original movie. They're always going to be <laughs> wise and like know like, more about the main characters. I, I was like, is it going to be revealed that like she has also traveled to this dimension back in her youth? Like I I was so lost by this and That would have been No, that would have been a great twist actually <laughs> if like that's why she's the great grandma and not the grandma that she's like Silverstone's grandma like mom, but she didn't die. She just got Dude, sent to the real world what? or something. Did we just make this movie better or crazier maybe <laughs> both moving on she gives him this knowing look and he's like oh i'm not working today ha 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 and then he grabs his bike and they pedal down to the creek and gets they get confronted by the bullies again and he's like oh let's settle this here and now and then uh silverstone's just like hmm, all right this is a shockwave orb and i'm gonna press it and it's gonna be a set out a shockwave i hated this it's so obviously a prop and it's not gonna work well, but that's the thing but since but since silverstone had it didn't you think it what it might work actually you're right i thought it might work <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, if Silverstone has it, I think it might. We saw it work in the opening, so I was like, does this work? Like, I was like on the fence about it. And like, he presses it and it doesn't work, and everyone's just like, man, you're weird, dude. I don't know what you're. And this is where, like, they, doing... this fight is still, like, escalating, and the dad interrupts it. And I'm like, let yes, the me dad fight. Up. Didn't you think he was gonna, like, unleash karate on this dude? Because yeah, I, he I actually knows karate. To... Again, when you think it's gonna zig, this movie fucking zags. Like, I was like, yeah. why won't he do karate? Why is the person doing impressive karate Jet Jackson and not Silverstone? Oh, this is also the scene where he says, oh, what, you think you're so much more important than the town because you're the famous Jet Jackson. And, and then he goes, goes, that's got a nice ring to it. For no reason. Why did you need to call that out, movie? Really unimportant. But yeah, the dad shows up and he's like, hey, Jet, you forgot. You must have forgot. There you have to shoot some more scenes at the studio. I'll give you a ride. And so they they drive to the studio and the dad's like, you know, by the way, I'm really proud of you. Like, 
not nobody could have done all what you've done for this show and for this town. And like, if you say you've had enough, you've had enough. I'm behind your decision. And he's like, thanks, dad. And he's just like, so into, you know, having a father. Mm -hmm. And so then uh, he goes into the set and they hand him a script. And this is another thing that I liked where Silverstone, they say like, you have to read these lines and Silverstone can't act. Yeah. Because I thought this is something I thought where I was like, so if you have, you know, the character come into the real world, you'd think, oh, they can totally pretend to be because it's just him. Like, yeah. he's just the character already. They realize that the character's not an actor, so he's, like, super over the top, and everyone starts laughing at him because they think he's joking around. Yeah. But so then we cut to the Silverstone world, and they're reading the lines that... They're saying what the lines said in the script from the previous scene, because it's... Uh, that This that script shit makes no fucking sense. Are they controlling the script, or is the script controlling them? They It has to be, like, the right when the writers write the script, they're writing the next thing that's going to happen. But the thing that doesn't make sense is they have Jet say the lines for Silverstone. He should, like, not fit. He should, like, say that's something different. That's, everyone be like, that's what? That's the point. I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, and so, like, they're like, yeah, Craig appeared out of thin air and, like, with this crystal stuff. And then he Artemis is like, oh, that's uh, very troubling. Like, he must be, you know, jumping between dimensions. But how did you know he was going to be in New York? And they're like, you told us he was. And he's like, no, I've been here the whole time. And then they're like, oh, that must have been Craig. He lured us there by taking your shape. No shit, dumbasses. But that also means you could be Craig right yes. now. And he's like, oh, don't be ridiculous. And so they give him a quiz where it's like. What do you, they, they ask him like personal questions. Yeah. And this is where we kind of learn that, again, maybe this was touched on in the show. Artemis basically raised Jet. Yes. He was like his But they father, didn't lean into this enough. I didn't remember this. No, like, they, they didn't lean into it enough. For some reason, Jet's just kind of a dick and doesn't recognize that he's basically his dad and just thinks he's the head of the bureau or whatever. Like, it's, it's whatever, really dumb. Whatever, who the fuck cares? They ask him a bunch of questions and one of them, the, I guess the one to like prove his real identity is like, you used to sing me a song every single night when I went to sleep. Like, sing that song. And I thought it was going to be an original song. And it's just yeah. the Itsy Bitsy Spider. And he sings it for a weirdly long time. Yeah, they, 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 he keeps it going for too long. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, like, like the freaking Peter Panda dance from the Pacifier or something like that. Like, I don't understand, like, why he needed to sing it for that long. Uh, but then as he's singing the song, well, it's also because as he's singing the song... Uh, we see Hawk kind of like reach more towards the crystal and Jet notices. And, like, I knew it was her. I knew like, it was, that, that was a fucking red yeah, it was obviously. Like, it's not going to be him. It's going to be her. No. Yeah. Obviously if it was, if it, it wasn't going to be him again. And then he's like, oh, what are we doing? What are you doing, Hawk? And she's like, what? Nothing. And then he, uh, Artemis is like, what is the name of the, what? I got you a plant for your birthday. What did you name it? And she's like, I don't know. I call it a lot of things. It's like, wrong. I didn't get you a plant for your birthday. And then he, and then Crag like morphs from the girl form and is like, fine, but I'll, but this isn't over. And he scrapes like, literally, the mention I, the hole. The plant thing was such a weird identifier to give a secret agent. And he's like, you can't keep plants alive. I would never give you a plant. Okay. So after that, both Jet in the Silverstone world sits on the roof of the mom facility and talks to Hawk. And like, they have the conversation where she's like, you're not Silverstone. And he's like, no. The, the same thing happens in both worlds, except it's with the great, great ancient fucking yeah. grandmother to in Jet's world. And in Silverstone's world, it's with Hawk. And they're both kind of like, we know, like, you're not who you say you are. You're not Silverstone. You're not Jet Jackson. Like, I know. And like, they talk about like missing home and shit like that. There's like a deep moment that happens. Right. But it's weird because like the grandma says she knows that it's not Jet because she like was the first thing 
that her he saw when he was born, and she'd never not know it wasn't Jet Jackson. But the fact that she's immediately like, oh, so you you know must be the character he plays on television brought to life. That's the only logical explanation that could be go- that could fit here is insane. They're the same person with the same eyeballs and the same face hold. Like that's that they're the same exact person because Silverstone isn't real because Jet is Silverstone. Right. And it should all be a dream. Right. Okay. Right. Well, definitely. But I'm just saying it's not even that. It's just the fact that like if she said you're not Jet who are you and then he said I am Silverstone I'm the character he plays but they never explain that and the grandma just like understands knowingly but like this is such an insane concept like I think we should have a conversation about it definitely and they don't it's it's crazy so then it cuts to the next day in Jet World and uh, it's weird to keep calling it Jet World when it is you know the real world in the logic of the movie but whatever what is it it's Wilford? Well, let's say it again. Willstead. Willstead. Willstead, North Willstead Carolina. World, whatever the hell it is. And so he goes to the general store where JB works and is like, hey, thanks so much for helping me set this up. And then he's like, no, man, it's really cool what you're doing. Uh, I'll go, you know, get it ready. And Kayla comes up and then he, she's like, what did you want to talk about? And he's like, I want to apologize for missing the prom. I, it was a dumb thing to do. And I do really like you back. Uh, that's, uh, that's also was the previous scene. And she said, it was it's my fault for being so upset because I thought you liked me back when clearly you don't. I'm sorry. And then he's like, it's no, my fault scene. He's for like, oh. liking a complete asshat who won't even ask me to prom. <laughs> and he's like, listen, you're wrong. I actually do like you back. And she's like, you do? And he's like, yeah, I do. But I feel really bad. So I wanted to be sure that we got to have that dance. And so he has JB play uh, this song over the loudspeakers of the store and they dance at the store. It's it's actually a kind of a nice moment. It was nice, but I wish it was Jet. I'm am I alone in yes. this sentiment? Yeah. Like this doesn't matter. No, no, the right. relationship is nothing. The Jet and Kayla relationship is the one we care about. Right. I, yeah, I totally agree. And so then they have that scene and then it goes back to the stu- the set, I think is the next important thing. They hand Silverstone the script and are like, "Hey, here's the thing for the last episode we're shooting today. Uh, you know, make sure you get it read." But also He's in his trailer or whatever. And the mom comes in and is like, hey, you ready? Last day for Silverstone. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm ready. Even though, you know, the town hates me and everything. And then she's like, come outside. And like a bunch of people show up with like what signs. What is the town's like, turnaround here? Why do they like him all of a sudden? Yeah, Can they you don't, fill in that blank for me? They don't really have like a come to Jesus moment where it's like, oh, hey, he's actually, you know, ha- had a really rough time doing both. And we understand. Or it's or like a, he's given us so much already. The fact that we... Keep asking him for Lucas, more. Much like the fucking thing where, like, they all they both start hating their lives. Like, don't you think there should be an incident that gives them this come to Jesus moment instead of like like an That's incident what I'm saying. that makes there should Silverstone be something. start hating being an agent? Like, there should be an incident or like a something that happens that makes them realize how much Jet has given them, and like they should just be grateful. But that doesn't happen. It just sort of, they just right. realize yeah, this out saying. of nowhere off camera. Yeah, it's it's not great. Uh, but so he's like, oh, wow, the town doesn't hate me. Cool, cool, cool. But yeah, so they give him the script for the thing. And it's like, we're still working on the ending. But this is the uh, this is the last episode. Here it is. And so he sits down to start reading it. And as he's reading it, of course, it's happening in Silverstone world. So Jet is doing this where it's like he comes into the command center and there's a single rose with a note saying that Craig took Hawk and Artemis and he needs to go. Uh, what is the point them, of the rose? Is Craig trying to romance someone? I thought that was going to serve just, a purpose and it just doesn't. It's just for style. I, it's just for points. style. It's for style, man. <laughs> uh, but so that's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz. That's showbiz. Uh, but so Silverstone immediately realizes that this is a trap and that Jet would be walking into a trap. 
So he needs to go back and help him because Jet would fall for it where Silverstone would not. And so he realizes he kind of has to go back. And then the grandma shows up again and is like, what's wrong? And he's like, I got to go back to save Jet, even though I really don't want to. I don't want to leave all you wonderful people. And then she's kind of like, well, you should because, you know, you don't belong here or whatever. Like the the home that you love having the friends and family, but. I am pretty sure you have them where you're from too. You just need to find them. They're where you make them. And he's like, okay. And the thing I have the biggest problem with in this film is the fact that you can just walk through the portal and go to the other world. Yes. I thank thought you. Thank they you. were going to have to. That's my same note. <laughs> they could have fixed this at any time. They could have fixed this at any time. I thought they were going to have to make another power surge or something in order yes. to open the portal Or they again. would have to no, short circuit just the been, board again, like pour a soda on it's it. It's just been they, sitting there You could there at any point just walk through and go to the other world at any point. Like, why didn't you try that at any time, Jet? Like, I get why Silverstone didn't because he likes being here, but why didn't Jet just be like, hang on, let me see if I can go through it again oh wait i am back cool i lucas i i don't understand so sorry silverstone shows up in silverstone world in the in the mom base and is like listen this is a trap i'll handle it you go back to your world i'll stay here and you know what tell your grandma hi for me because you got a great family i love him and he's like okay silverstone (laughs) crush it and he leaves silverstone like readies up with like rope and more leather and like body armor and it's like, all right, let's do this. And he says, also, sorry, I almost forgot, destroy the portal. Because if Crag finds out there's another world he can conquer, he's just going to come through and F up everything about your world. And he's like, good like, point. Why wouldn't that okay. happen? Like, why wouldn't they raise the stakes yeah, a little? I thought, I thought they were setting happen. that up. But they're not. They're just like, I don't know. So uh, he goes through to his world and he's like, oh, cool, I'm back. I can see there's the cameras and everything. We're all good. And then he takes like a pipe to like beat the, try and beat the portal apart. And then Kurt, what's his name? Cubby. Cubby shows up and is like, whoa, whoa, dude, you can't just break my prop. Like it's got to be used in two more scenes. And he's like, oh, uh," he's like, well, listen, I get why you're trying to vent your frustration considering how they're ending the show. And he's like, what do you mean? And he goes, oh, the dude, they're killing off uh, Silverstone. I saw this coming. I was like, they're... But I did, oh, they didn't do yeah. it the way I thought they were going to. Like, we're like, you're saying where yep. they would have a conversation. But I saw the fact that, like, when he says no, they're going to kill him off. And now that we've discovered Definitely, that Silverstone yes. is a sentient being, this is going to be a problem. Right. But also what's weird is they said they were still working on the ending. But then he just goes and gets the script that they gave to Silverstone, which has the ending in it. And I was like, well, wait, so I thought, then why did you say they were still working? I don't know. But so, yeah, so he re- he reads the script to Jet. And is like, yeah, Craig's going to, you know, kill him when he goes to save Artemis at this power plant that he's using to power his ability to steal the cities. I guess it's a machine now, too. Like, what? I didn't I didn't get this. I didn't. I literally stopped caring at this point of the logistics. I stopped caring. Right. But so Jet realizes, oh, no, I need to go in and save Silverstone. So uh, we see Jet show up to the plant. Uh Crag is using his machine to steal a city and he's like, oh, oh, what did I get this time? Oh, it's Paris. And I was like, wait, you don't know what cities you're stealing? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, random? Wait, is he not in control of what's happening? That's another I question know. I have. I thought he was picking off like, of, like, his like, city stealing bucket list. Why does he not know what's coming next? But so he has Artemis and uh, Hawk in a force field and is like, you're not getting out. Jet can't see. Also, but Jet's like, wouldn't it be oh. nice if we could see the force field? They're literally just standing in the middle of the ground. She's like, don't. There's a force field. I'm like, why wouldn't you just make it? I know that it's money. Because you have to pay for the special effects. (laughs) (laughs) 
but so he comes in and is like, well, you know, I'm going to save him. And then he's they're like, no, there's a force field. Don't do it. And so he presses a uh, uh, freaking crack, presses a button to like point a laser at him to which will atomize his molecules uh, and send him like in every which way. And then he's like, goodbye, Jet Jackson. Nope, goodbye, Silverstone. This is also literally like, just a laser button. pen, folks at home. It's just a laser no, pen. No, definitely. Uh, definitely. With. But so he's about to press the button, and then Jet swoops in on a zipline out of nowhere and, like, stops him. And then he's like, oh, what? There's two of There's them. There's two and he of runs them. Away. And then Jet's like, how do I turn this off? And then uh, Silverstone's like, press the off button. And then I was like, how did you know it had an off button, Jet uh, Silverstone? Okay. Presses the off button, uh, Silverstone kicks the force field apart, because that's apparently something you can do. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, uh, and then goons rush in, and then Silverstone and uh, Jet meet up. Artemis and Hawk are free, and they're like, we'll take care of the goons. You chase after Crag. And then we get another fight scene that's pretty cool, whatever. This was a good fight scene. I liked when Hawk, like, used Artemis as a table and, like, pinwheel kicked over him and then kicked the bad guys. That was cool for me. So then the most obvious thing that would happen in this situation is now that there's two Jet Jacksons, a third Jet Jackson appears. This was obvious. Okay. Obviously this was going to happen. There's a third Jet Jackson, which is obviously Craig realigning his molecules. And then all three of them square up in a standoff, and it's like, which one is Jet and Silverstone and which one is Craig? Lucas, did you not think that the way to tell which one is Craig was they were going to ask about details of Jet's personal life, like something about Caleb. Absolutely. 100%. (laughs) That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Thank you. Thank you. Why would they not do that? Like, what's your grandma's name or something like that? Yes, Miss Coretta. Why would they not ask about the grandmother or the school or the prom? Like anything. They just share a knowing look and karate chop the fake Jet. Because it's supposed to be like the thing the grandma said, where it's like, I'll always know what Jex- Jackson's eyes are. Or something. But neither look into of each those people eyes. are the grandma, and they all have the same eyes. I I have no freaking clue why that solved the problem, but it does. Because they karate chop him, he goes down, and they've saved the world. Congrats, everybody, we did it. Um, and so then it cuts into back into MOM headquarters, and it's like, hey, we did it. We freed the cities. Crag's in prison. You did great. Uh, Jet, you need to go back to your world now, though. And he's like, and I'm going to destroy the portal. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Thanks, Silverstone. We're rad. And he goes through and then Silverstone, like, gives Artemis a hug because he's realized that he has everything he wants here. He just couldn't see it. You know, basic lesson. Yeah. And uh, so Jet comes out of the portal on normal world side and walks out to the crowd where everybody is and, like, Kayla and the press and then his parents are there. And he, like, says, like, oh, it's good to see all of you. Again, and like they're like, huh? And he's like, I oh, don't worry about it. And he climbs up onto a truck and is like, everybody, I've realized something. I am Silverstone. I am Silverstone. Three more years of Silverstone, baby. I'm going to get that money. The show has made my life a, a living nightmare where I don't get any sleep and I miss out on my prom. But I am Silverstone. And as long as you want me, you got me. Woo! And then that's the end of the movie. Okay, Lucas, before we wrap this movie, I have one question for you. And this is going to take you into Shoot. a tailspin. Full disclosure. But... Did this episode of Silverstone air? So, like, when there's three Jets and one of them is Jet Jackson and one of them is Silverstone, because the script has matched what's happening in Silverstone's world, did that make it into the script and was that an episode that people saw? I get, well... (laughs) 
I where guess... the actor and the the character were in the thing together in an alternate dimension. I don't, both I don't existed. think. I Did don't, the audience I, of Silverstone also see that? I don't think they saw that. I think they definitely just did like a because ver- now that the script is like he changed the script of the old one. So, but now that he agreed to do the show, they don't need to kill him off. So, like. The, they would write a new script where they still defeat Crag, I guess. But I don't think, like, Jet Jackson would show up in the show that people saw, no. But that's confused. You're this right, is that a, is kind it's of It's a minefield. Like, I'm going to take the opposite thing. I think that all of Silverstone saw this, uh, Silverstone's audience saw this, and then it was so horrific that the show was then canceled. And that's my, my headcanon. <laughs> well, that, that, is, that is kind of the thing, right? Is I kind of honestly maybe expected them to actually say, no, the show is over. Because this was, like, maybe the end of the show, like we talked about earlier. Maybe it wasn't, like, though. So, maybe there was a finale, and we're just a misinformed. I don't know. But, yeah, so Silverstone forever, baby. But that is the end of Jet Jackson, the movie. Uh, Emma, what did you think of it? What are your, what are your thoughts? It's meta AF, and it yeah. uh, there's 17 different layers of reality. So maybe eat an edible and watch it. And it whenever you think it's going to zig, it's going to zag. And I... But yeah. it wasn't, like, not enjoyable. I will say a lot of that enjoyment is from Lee Thompson-Young, who's delivering a hell of yeah. a performance in something that is very confusing. Yeah, I definitely wasn't, like, watching this movie being like, I don't know what's going on. No, I, I knew experience. what was going I on. Was. I just knew, But I just also knew that it was fucking bad shit. And I knew what yeah. was going on. I wasn't bored. That's one. I wasn't ever no, bored. No. That's for sure. No. Yeah I, yeah, I agree completely. Like, it definitely has a lot of problems, but it's not like a bad time and like i said it's really hard to convert a movie to i mean a tv show into a movie like this and i mean for what we got i didn't hate it like and i did enjoy it as somebody's never seen the show before so i I, I didn't think it was great but i had fun with it uh so like uh what would you rate it i would rate it a 6.5 or a 6 actually just a 6 i was gonna give it about a 5.5 i think maybe either a 5.5 or a 5 uh, you know, I'll give it 5.5 for me because Lee Thompson Young just crushed it and I miss him so bad. But uh, for me, it was about a five just because I hadn't seen the show. So because I think that's a good reflection of if you've seen the show, you're going to get a lot more out of this movie. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. But we don't. The only tagline we have this month is uh, is just it's the first jet powered movie, which isn't really a tagline. It's just kind of like a, I mean, he is powering it. Lee Thompson Young is the driving force of the making this movie watchable. So it it is jet powered. I'll give it that. It is jet powered. In fact, I think the only tagline we should put out this month is rest in peace, Lee Thompson Young. You're dearly missed. But uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for us on that front. Emma, what are we watching next month? Um. Oh, wait, I know what we're watching next month. I A viewer, this, uh, this is not a television show. I Who am I? I'm not Jet Jackson. An audience listener, someone, requested that we do this movie that I've been wanting to do so badly because I've read the book and I loved the book. And I knew it became a Disney Channel original movie, but it was, like, past my time of watching Disney Channel, so I've never seen it. So we're going to do Avalon High. Ooh, yeah, that's always been a weird one for me, where, like, I remember it coming on, but I've never seen it. Like, I remember seeing it. I love the book. I think Meg Cavett wrote the book. It's so good. It's about King Arthur and, like, high school. It's really good. I'm really, I have, so just so you guys know, for a setup, I have really high hopes for this movie because I loved the book. And I can't wait to be disappointed because I know that I will be. (laughs) Yeah, I remember not thinking it very, looked very interesting to me at the time. But I don't know. Maybe maybe with hindsight, it'll be better. Maybe it'll be a, like a hidden gem. It's my Christmas present to you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'll be interested to see that one. That's one I've always had a lot of questions about. But uh, yeah, that'll do it. That'll be exciting. Um, Emma, 
Where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Emma Stone Tyler. Tweet me, beat me if you want to reach me. Very good. Ah, theming. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at wildfire underscore king. I did make a mistake last month where I said I would have my Patreon ready for you to check out. I thought it would be ready, but I still am figuring out how Patreon works. But by the time you hear this, it should be ready. Check it out. We have a lot of really cool features. Uh, You listen to the show early sometimes. You listen to bonus episodes early always. And we we will have our life-size episode coming out soon. So you can listen to it early there. But there's a bunch of great stuff you can check out on there. It should be pinned to my Twitter, wildfire underscore king. But, of course, you should check out D-Comedy Podcast at D-Comedy Podcast on Twitter. Become a D-Comrade by giving us a follow so you know when you got new episodes coming out. Uh, whenever I come up with a sick decom meme, I made one and Emma yelled at me on Twitter for making it, which made me really happy. That was funny. I'll give him that. That's all <laughs> uh, I'll give But yeah, I check laughed, us out there. You should also check out Audio Entropy at audioentropy.com. Uh, you should check them out on Twitter where you can find a link to the Discord where we have the decom channel where you can come and hang out and talk about all things Disney if you feel the spirit move you. Uh, but most important, you should go on iTunes and Stitcher, Google Play Music, whatever you listen to on. And if you can give us a rate or review, we would really appreciate it because it helps us out so, so much. Please, can someone review us? Someone hasn't reviewed us in so long. And I like reading those because I like to hear good things about myself. It's like a weird quirk I have. So please review us. I watched Dadnap for you guys. The least you can do is review us. Emma checks to see if we have new reviews every single day just to see if there's any new compliments for her. I do. <laughs> I, I think I don't. Oh my God. Um, it's like I have a you think I have a life or something? All right. Yes. Let's wrap so this that'll up. do it for us this month, guys. Come back in uh, December for Avalon High, and thank you for. And if you are celebrating Thanksgiving this month, uh, I hope you had a lovely Thanksgiving because this will probably be up after it. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Decoms forever. Bye. Bye. Genius and daring, a dangerous combination. That must have been Craig. Remember, he has the power to take on anyone's appearance. That's true. And you could still be him. I could, but I'm not. You think he'd admit it if it were true? This is absurd. I am me. Hypnato made a doll to hypnotize the children. What was its name? Plush, Mr. Puddin, Hawk, Silverstone were wasting valuable time. When Silverstone was a baby, he used to sing him the same song every day. Sang it. That was a long time ago. Sang it. Very well. The itsy-bitsy spider went up the walk to spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. Out came the sun and dried up all the rain. And the itsy-bitsy spider went up the spout again. Let go of me! What are you doing? Artemis, ask her a question. On your last birthday, I gave you a plant. What did you name it? I don't know. I call it a lot of things. I didn't give you a plant. You don't water the ones you have.